Hello everyone and Namaskar. Today's discourse is titled The Coming of Taraka Brahma and it is the 12th discourse in a compilation titled Who is the Real Guru? Now before I start, on a side note, in this discourse Baba uses the term tempest eternal and sometimes just uses the word tempest by itself. And what I've understood is tempest meaning time and tempest eternal meaning eternal time. Last night during DMC, I said that neither the tempest eternal, nor nature, nor fate, nor accident, nor the quinquilimental factors are the causal matrix, and therefore they cannot be accepted as the object of ideation. Not only that, they are not perfect in themselves. But even if these entities come in tactual proximity with one another, even under such circumstances, they cannot be accepted as a goal of human life. You see... If the tempest eternal comes in very close proximity with nature, even then we get nothing concrete, nothing adorable. And as you know, nature functions within the scope of the tempest eternal. So even if this tempest eternal comes in closer contact with nature or any other factor, we get nothing new, nothing fresh, nothing adorable. An accident, all accidents take place within the scope of the tempest eternal. There is nothing new in accident, that is, it constitutes no philosophical addition. And fate? What is fate? Fate is the unquenched reaction, unsatisfied reaction. When action is done, it is within the scope of the tempest. And when reactions take place, that is also within the scope of the tempest. The quinquilimental factors, they are the apparent cause of the tempest. So wherever there is a tempest, or there is so-called fate, or so-called accident, the quinquilimental factors are there. So their mutual touch or combination doesn't make, does not create anything noble that can be accepted as a desideratum of human life. Desideratum is a singular word, and I said the plural term desiderata should never be used, because a desideratum is a singular one, and that one is Paramaparusha. Now, when Paramaparusha directly or physically comes in contact with these factors, what happens? Paramaparusha is beyond the periphery of the tempest. But when he comes in contact or comes within the jurisdiction of the tempest, what happens? Do we get something new then? Paramaparusha is beyond temporal and spatial and personal boundaries. But when he comes within their jurisdictions, what happens? Or what may happen? Under such circumstances, we say Parama Purusha has become Taraka Brahma. Under such circumstances, he comes here on a particular date, leaves this earth also on a particular date, takes the birth of his quinquilimental body, the death of his quinquilimental body. This we find, and as you know, as the hub of the universe, he is an impersonal entity, but when he comes within the jurisdiction of these relative factors, temporal, spatial, and personal, he no longer remains an impersonal entity. He becomes something personal, something closer, something closely related, and that is our Taraka Brahma. Now why does he come in contact with the quinquilimental factors? Why does he come within the jurisdictions of the temporal, spatial, personal factors? These three fundamentally related factors... What is the cause? There are two reasons. 
One thing is, the human intellect may get satisfaction after coming in psychic contact with the impersonal entity, but the human heart is not satisfied with that impersonal entity. The human heart wants something closer, something more sentimental, something more pleasing. And that's why just to satisfy, just to give pleasure to his progeny, he comes within the scope of these relative factors. Paramapurusha becomes Tarakabrahma. And the second reason is that in this created world, in this universe, each and every progress is a progress through clashes and cohesion. And human beings must have sufficient intellectual stamina to move forward, fighting against all those pebbles of obstacles. When the human intellect fails to do something new in helping society to move forward, Paramapurusha finds no alternative but to bring himself within the scope of the temporal, spatial, personal factors just to guide the depraved and degenerate human society. So these are the two reasons. Now when the society is in a degenerate or depraved condition, where fissiparous tendencies dominate, where the static principle dominates, it becomes impossible for Paramapurusha to remain unaffected or unassailed by human sentiments and human cries and human demands. Then and then only does he come in the form of Taraka Brahma. Taraka means the liberator, and that Taraka is the Baba of the created world. For him, devotees sing Bhavanam Kevalam. May 13th, 1979, Fish, Switzerland. Thank you.